and welcome to Not Everyone's Cup of Tea, where we provide you with social commentary and public service announcements from unqualified experts on the questionable behavior of jerks. Today, we'll be discussing dating, relationships, and how not to be a dick about it. To be clear, right from the beginning, we will be speaking today for the brokenhearted, the betrayed, the pissed off of both sexes. Despite both of us having lady voices, the we referred to in this episode will be for those aforementioned parties. Like the royal we, but more vulgar. Yes, thank you for saying that I have a lady voice. If you were with us for the last episode, I was very sick and did not have a lady voice. But anyway, so obviously I am going to discuss some of my personal experience. But this is not just me being a jilted lover and bashing every guy who's ever dumped me. But this will also be stories from other people I know, from both sides of the coin. Some friends who will complain about girls being clingy or crazy, or girls complaining that guys are not clear in their communication. People who have shared about cheating, or about being cheated on, about lying, or being lied to. So recently, a friend of mine was just telling me that his girlfriend broke up with him because she found out he lied. Apparently, he was hanging out with friends, and this girl was there that his girlfriend doesn't like. He didn't just tell her because, and I quote, he didn't want her to get crazy. First of all, if she's crazy, why are you dating her? Second of all, just don't fucking do that. Come on, dude. Don't be a pussy and then say it's because the girl was crazy. She will only get crazy when she finds out that you lied. You didn't want to just simply tell her because you thought you were slick enough to get away with it and avoid an awkward conversation. So she found out, now she doesn't trust you, and she broke up with you. Weird. Hmm. No matter how many times you explain nothing was going on, she's not going to believe you, because if there was nothing to hide, why did you lie? Come on, especially with social media today. You honestly didn't think someone might just snap a picture? So you just ruined a perfectly good relationship, and your excuse is that you were afraid to make her crazy. So you did something that drove her crazy. I do not understand man math. And how is that not the man being crazy? They're just completely changing the rules when they feel like it. We don't get crazy because we're delicate fucking flowers that can't handle rejection or disappointment. Trying to spare us a few days of crying by instead giving us weeks of self-doubt drives us fucking mad questioning our own intuition, and then finding out down the road that we were 100 fucking percent correct makes us angry. Finding out that we confided everything about ourselves to you, and from that you still somehow got delicate fucking flower, makes us crazy. And please, please don't ever call a woman crazy because she has emotions. Men have emotions too. They're just not usually as good at understanding or communicating them. Although this may seem more geared towards men, it's not our intention to blame men for every relationship problem. But let's face it, typically men are taught to squash emotions and man up and are not as emotionally literate as women typically are. A lot of men are emotionally avoidant and need to work on having compassion and empathy. Toxic masculinity is not cute anymore. You aren't acting like a man. You're acting like an emotionally repressed toddler running around telling women that they're overly emotional. Women are not always great at expressing emotions either. We are constantly afraid to come off as crazy or overly sensitive. 
I always think of this quote from Blanche Devereaux from the Golden Girls. They were talking about, you know, just having feelings. She said, Magenta. That's what I call it when I get that way. All kinds of feelings tumbling all over themselves. Well, you know, you're not quite blue because you're not really sad. And although you're a little jealous, you wouldn't say you're green with envy. And every now and then you realize you're kind of scared, but you'd hardly call yourself yellow. I hate that feeling. I just hate it. And I hate the color magenta. But we have to at least recognize that she is the best character in Rocky Horror. Yes. We are all human. We will all make mistakes and we will all have flaws. Those are not always deal breakers in a relationship, though. It's how you choose to deal with these issues that could be the deal breaker. A problem that is faced and dealt with can lead to a much stronger relationship. If you make excuses to not deal with this problem, it's only going to get worse. It's like getting drunk when you're sad. Yeah, you forget your problem for a few hours, but when you wake up tomorrow, you still have that problem and now you have a hangover too. I can assure you it's so much easier to have one awkward conversation up front than it is to apologize and have to backtrack later on. And yeah, being honest is hard and you will run the risk of hurting someone else's feelings. But that's just part of being a fucking adult. You're not doing anyone any favors by letting them sit in the warm cocoon of your lies. I was dating this guy when I was younger and we started to grow apart as people do when they go to college and start their careers. He started this new job and fell for one of his coworkers. And instead of being a piece of shit about it, he told me before he pursued her, we need to talk. Uh. He told me that the fact that he even started to become interested in another girl made him realize that he wasn't really in love with me like he used to be. Ouch, that was a stinger. It hurt. I was devastated. But I also realized how it took balls for him to do that. He showed respect for me and what we had and decided to just be honest. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I cried a lot. Yeah, I drank too much and stopped eating. I did not handle it well. But that's not the point. It could have been so much worse if I found out on my own or if he just cheated. Probably would have lost my shit and ended up in jail with an assault charge. He saved me a lot of extra bullshit. And for that, I still have respect for him. All these years later, and I don't have anything bad to say about him. And in case you're wondering, he married her and they lived happily ever after. (laughs) But if he had married me, I wouldn't be here to share all this wisdom and dating experience. Another guy I dated told me that he just wasn't ready for a serious relationship, but then married the next girl he dated. So I know what you're thinking. I am the common denominator. I know. I'm pretty much good luck, Chuck. I was talking with this guy recently about his new relationship. It was long distance, and the girl had said she understood if he was going to hook up with other girls and only asked that he tell her. But he said he wasn't that stupid, that he wasn't going to tell her because he didn't want to have that fight. So she told you it would be okay, but you still feel compelled to lie about it. She literally just told you what she expected and what she needed. And you were like, no, I'm just going to wing it. Trying to save face or avoid awkward conversations is just so counterproductive. You do more damage to the other person 
lose more face and eventually have to have more awkward conversations because of it. Trying to save me from being crazy is as counterproductive as the people who hover on the toilet because they don't want to get someone else's pee on them. You're the one who's leaving pee on the seat. You're creating the problem that you're trying to avoid. Yeah, that's just terrible and gross. Stop doing that. Most times, if something seems crazy, it's because the other person missed the principle of the matter. Yeah, if you think that we lose our shit because you leave your bath towels on the floor, I can see how that alone would seem crazy. But we explain time and time again that when you don't hang it up, it gets mildewy and the smell makes me sick. But you don't listen. And then we tell you again and feel terrible for being a nag. And you still don't listen. Then I start to think that you just don't give a flying fuck about my feelings. I start to wonder if you're even listening to a damn thing I say. And then it's no longer about the stupid towel. And now it's about the respect you have for me and what I say I want in my home. If you listen to what I was actually saying, instead of tuning me out because you think you've heard this nagging before, then it would not have gotten to the point of blowing up. I don't enjoy nagging and fighting. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody would ever do it if they weren't given a reason. I get it. Facing problems sucks. Say I'm upset about a trivial situation and don't talk about it. And now it is festered, much like Shannon's towels, into resentment and believing that you don't love me. And if I keep riding that train, it'll lead me to do passive aggressive or downright deceitful things. And now the other person is angry because you're acting crazy. Everyone is pissed off at each other and nobody knows what even started it because nobody wants to have a stupid conversation. One person may play the victim to avoid it and end up building a narrative of self-righteousness in their head. Now, it's the other one's fault for making them feel this way. Then the other person becomes the villain for not recognizing the problem. And now it's no longer about the fucking towels anymore. Now it's about how you've started a pattern of shitty behavior to avoid honest communication. Absolutely. You're responsible for your actions and I'm responsible for my reactions. Yeah, stuff is going to upset us. You can't avoid that. But lying about it makes it a thousand times worse. Now you've added angry and betrayed on the just plain old hurt. Give us the credit. And if you think we're too crazy to handle some news that might upset us, then how are we past the second fucking date? That's like the biggest fuckboy cop out ever. Uh, hang on real quick. HR just popped in and says we've reached our sexist generalizations limit for the show already. So they've asked me to clarify that fuckboy behavior is not exclusive to dudes. All right. Pardon the mansplaining. Whoa. Speaking of mansplaining, <laughs> I had a man mansplain to me that mansplaining was not just something men do. Yes, I understand. But the name comes from that feeling of having a man talk down to you and explain something that didn't need explaining. I'm sure most women know that feeling. But it was so precious that he was offended about the one gendered term. But may I remind you of the thousands of idioms that negatively portray women but are actually about men? Fight like a girl, run like a girl, don't be a pussy, stop being a bitch. Should I keep going or I think you get the point? Oops, here's HR again. Okay, so it's not just a man thing. It can also be woman-splaining. I thought we were just going to call that shan-splaining. That works. 
What is it that sometimes compels one person to believe they are smarter or more in tuned emotionally, thus able to predict the other person's reaction to honesty? You think like you're fucking Ra's al Ghul? You can just indoctrinate me and blow some psychotropic dust in my face so I comply with your nefarious plans? Nah, bitch, I'm Batman. I will rise from any pathetic pit. Did you set out to conduct a relationship with a power imbalance? Or is it some weird science fair project where you are the control and you see which variables affect your partner? Your partner is probably smarter than you give them credit for and will probably handle bad news way better than you think. Oh, yeah. I was in a relationship with a guy who was very apprehensive about getting serious for the first few years before shit finally got real. It was all good for a year or so, holidays together, you know, the whole jam. Then out of nowhere, he decided he wanted to be single again. I was caught totally off guard and I decided to skip town and fly back to my hometown to be with my friends and family. The night before I left, he called me and he told me that he loved me for the first time ever. Mr. I'm not good at relationships just dropped a big old L-bomb on me. So. I went to Connecticut thinking he was just being a scaredy cat and that he needed some space to freak out a little, but that ultimately everything was going to be just fine because, well, he loved me. Then I get back to town and he tells me that he absolutely wants to be single, doesn't want to hurt me, blah, 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 blah. Wait, what? I was so confused. Why did you double down when you were trying to fold? Then a few weeks later, I see him all over social media with Becky with the good abs and finally realized what had actually happened. So instead of just telling me that he had met someone else and allowing me to start my healing process with my friends and family, he emotionally kidnapped me with the L word. But what hurt more than him moving on was finding out online. He wanted me to know, but didn't have the balls to tell me. He took what could have been painful, but with respect and mitigated damages and dragged it into months of magenta. I'm not mad that he found someone else. I'm mad that he robbed me of my healing process. I'm angry that he took the easy way out and made my life so much harder. I'm mad that he didn't respect me enough to trust that I had the tools to handle any problem in front of me. All he had to do was tell me what problem I was dealing with. Yeah, dude, the relief of closure is like the best parting gift. Severance pay, if you will. It's not like we can't handle the truth. It's the lingering doubt that makes us insane, not the facts. The facts may make us feel stuff, but they also tell us what to do, like what situation we're facing or how to move forward. Don't protect me because of your guilt. Sometimes people fall out of love. Sometimes people meet someone they have a better connection with. These things happen. We've all watched enough rom-coms to know how it works. People will get hurt, and that's the risk you take when you open your heart up to someone else. We understand it, and chances are we've been on the other side before too. If someone's good enough to be in a relationship with, then they deserve that kind of respect when it's over too, beginning to end. If you are not honest about what you want, you are not going to get what you're looking for. Like an online dating. Tinder is literally the one place that you can actually say you're honestly just looking for sex. If you say you're looking for friendship and relationships just to cast a wider net, then you can't get mad when your hookup doesn't realize that you're only looking for sex. 
when you just swayze after you get what you're looking for, you're a special brand of douchebag. You are literally allowed to say, I only want sex, and you still don't have the balls to be honest. And instead, you find it much easier to manipulate someone into having sex with you. Again, why is the offended party the crazy one? All right. We just got another note from HR. We're really racking them up today. Uh, They make this comment that being a douchebag and having balls, whether real or metaphorical, is not just a man thing. Good to know. As far as expectations, if you are just looking for sex, know your audience and choose the right forum. Don't just go rogue in someone's DMs. I had a guy make a sexual comment to me on social media. Now, this is someone that I have mutual friends with, but don't actually know in real life. I posted a picture of my friend and I doing goat yoga. I'm in a simple tabletop position and a goat jumped on my back. It was an adorable picture. But then this guy DMs me and says, it looks like you really enjoy that position. Ew. I pretended I didn't get the joke so that he had to explain to me why he thought his doggy style joke was funny. I actually had to explain to him that it was inappropriate. And his response was, you're just sensitive. I joke with my other girlfriends like that all the time. Fine, but I'm not your friend and you barely know me. So this is just creepy. But for the record, he was receptive and actually did listen when I explained it. But the reason I'm bringing it up is that he really did not understand why I was bothered by this. Literally, no one had ever told him this before. This is a man in his 40s that should have known better. I honestly think that for so long, it was okay for men to act like this, and we weren't supposed to say anything, so they actually don't know it's wrong. Right, like we all just went along with the idea that men were more sexual than women, so how could they ever make monogamy work for them? How could they not see every woman as a potential conquest? But now women are getting into the game. I've got a friend who's been in a committed relationship for years, happily married, and now involved in an open relationship that satisfies their mutual curiosity. So despite the lengthy discussions beforehand and the ground rules set and agreed to by both of them before engaging in this experience, one of them got swept up right away and immediately formed a connection with another person. As soon as I heard this, I was like, stop being a shit bag. You're risking way too much for a fleeting moment of connection. Speaking of not being a shit bag, when someone says, I'm just really busy with work, we're going to assume that you're busy with work and give you some space. We're not going to infer from that that you mean you don't want to see us anymore. But when we see that busy with work really means, at the bar with some chick with perfect boobs. We feel a different level of angry and embarrassed. We could have dealt with the rejection and armed ourselves to run into you and perfect rack, but instead you shoved me in the dark, let me get blindsided, and here I am months later just now figuring out what happened. What, you didn't want to sound like the bad guy? Or did you just want to keep me on the hook a little bit longer in case things didn't work out with Tits McGee? Oh my God. Yeah. When you send mixed signals, you can't get mad at the other person when they just don't get the point. Expectations are premeditated resentments. That means if you don't communicate your expectations, 
you're just going to end up pissed off when the other person doesn't meet them. Also, meta communication is important. Talk about how you both like to talk. How do you want to communicate and what you expect from the other person? Do you need a good morning text every day or do you only have time for a relationship on the weekends? You must tell the other person this. Otherwise, you can't get frustrated when they go off script. Yeah. And this is not just for romantic relationships. Communication is important in every relationship. A dear friend of mine is much younger than me, so I always felt like the older sister and wanted to solve all her problems for her. One day she was just like, bro, fuck off. I don't need you to fix my problems. All she wanted was somebody to listen. And since she told me that, now, years later, when she wants to talk, I simply ask, do you want my advice or are you just venting? And it's just that simple. It has made our relationship so much better. Communicate. Sometimes we just want to talk to Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you that bitch was crazy. Yeah, dude, we could probably go on and on about the ridiculous things we've experienced and heard about in the dating world, but we should save that for another time. So let's recap. Relationships are like library books. It's totally okay to pluck me off the shelf for a bit, but be realistic about our time together. Renew all you like, but only as long as you're into the journey. But also remember, I'm not actually like a book. I'm a person with actual feelings. Yeah. And if you're not going to read me, please return me so that somebody else can read me. That's an excellent point. All right. If all the girls you date turn out to be crazy, then you're probably a dick. Remember how we were talking about common denominators earlier? Dude, that's not what I meant. You're not the only type of common denominator. No one benefits from a one-sided relationship. It's stressful and confusing for everyone, ultimately. Be transparent with your expectations. Magenta. Love the character or hate the color but you got to decide who you're going to be. You can't avoid pain, but you can change how you deal with it. Most importantly, men and women can both be fuckboys, but both need to grow a pair of balls and just be honest instead. This PSA has been for the dicks. If this has not been your cup of tea, then you're probably a dick. Sorry. Email us and tell us. Tell us why. We're always open to discussion and debate. Let's hear the other side. Let's talk about it. And if this has been your cup of tea, that's awesome. And you're awesome. Subscribe to us, follow us, rate us, review us, all that good shit. Links are in the show notes. And tune into our next episode when we continue to delve into the questionable behavior of jerks and offer hopefully useful PSAs. Whether this has been your cup of tea or not, either way, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye, dude. Bye, dude.